The Brand Dead Podcast with Robbie Fowler, Episode 49, How Personal Brands Can Start Using Facebook Ads, Part 2 of our interview with Connie Pack. Boring, bland, blending in, this is not how you want to be perceived in a crowded market. Discover how to position, pitch, and profit from your brand, fueled by radical empathy for your customers. Blaze your own trail, pitch with passion, serve the socks off your customer. That's a life-giving brand. Welcome to this episode of the Brand Ed Podcast. We're jumping back in with my friend, Connie Pack. She is a marketing and funnel and Facebook expert, particularly helping us in the personal brand space. And on part one of the episode, we did take a look at what is a funnel? How do we set one up? What does that look like for personal brands? And in part two of today's interview, we're going to turn our attention a little bit more towards Facebook ads. How can we as personal brands begin to use Facebook ads if we're not doing that already? How can we start setting that up even if we're not full time in our personal brand yet? So let's jump into part two of this interview with Connie Pack and talk about Facebook ads. So let's fast forward now and say, okay, I'm a a coach, consultant, whatever, and my business is a little further down the road. So I have this course I want to launch. I have this new product I want to offer. I'm going to offer one-on-one coaching for the first time. So I've got something big coming up that maybe it's one of my two or three big things I'm launching this year. So when they come to you and say, okay, Connie, I have this course. I want to get it started and I want to run some ads or something. They just want to immediately give us just a brief outline of when you're talking to that person, what role does a funnel play when they go, I want to launch a course. And then what are some steps you walk them through or questions you ask them to make sure that before they just run out, launch the course and throw some money at ads, and assume that that's a funnel or that that will work. You mentioned you love the strategy part. So what are, what does that look like for you? When I'm coach, I come to you and I'm like, I got this big course I'm going to launch and I'm ready to go. I think I'm going to run some ads. That is a great question. This is what I would do. I have a system called the 3R system and it's reach, recapture, and reactivate. Another word for it is cold, warm, and hot. (laughs) So I approach it from the mindset of smallest action to the biggest impact. Because what happens is, is that when I get hired to help a client, especially a more established client, I know that I need to produce results or I won't be working with this client for very much longer. So then I look to see how I can get the fastest, the smallest action to the the biggest impact. And usually it's not the cold. It's not reach where you're reaching cold audience. What it really is, is reactivate. So what reactivate is, is people who have already bought from them, previous customers, what do they want next? Or have we left them hanging 
after they made that one purchase, what, what would be the natural next step for them? Or maybe that's it. That's the end of the, 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 the path. So then what's the referral program you have in place for anyone that has gotten to that point? Cause I, I have some clients basement waterproofing um, is one of my clients. Once you waterproof your basement, right. you don't really have to do it again. <laughs> so they, everyone just has one. So for them, it would be, what's your referral system? Like, do you have a funnel? Do you have a process in place to make sure you're collecting the referrals, not just immediately after it happened, but even six months later, if there's no leaks in that basement, one, it could be a great check-in to be it's able to say, hey, we'd like to check in, make sure there's no leaks because we're happy to fix anything. Great customer service. By the way, do you know anyone that might need the service? So whether it's that or whether you've just sold them as a course and you're more looking to do something new and shiny, which is your next course or your next new thing. But what would be the next step that they need to grow in after they finished your course? Is there like an advanced version of what you just did? And so that would be a much easier sell. You would get results without paid ads, without having to get to know, like, and trust that person. They already have done done that. Maybe it's a mastermind. So I would focus on the reactivate first, which is basically your hot audience. The next thing I would do is the recapture. Recapture means they've opted in, they've tried out some of the freebies, they listened to some of your content, but they didn't take action. They never became a customer. They they know you more than someone you just started running ads for. Because mm-hmm. we all know you need more than what, 13 touches in order mm-hmm. to really get to know someone these days. Probably more for me because I'm horrible with names and faces. <laughs> so I apologize if I I'm ask Robbie, people. Connie, nice to see you here. <laughs> <laughs> and I probably needed to hear that like five times before I finally, Wait. but with the re- recapture, they have met you, seen you at least a handful of times. So then you're not that far off from the 13 meets that you are getting them closer to becoming a customer. So then what's the hesitation? What What's holding them back? And just really trying to, if as a strategist, I'd go in to try to find out what was the block of why they didn't buy. And so does it, is it because the price point was 297 and they needed something that was just a little bit less to get a taste of what learning from you, being coached by you felt like, then offer something in that lower price range. And you, you'd be surprised how easily you might be able to convert the recapture. And then the very last step, which normally everyone comes to me asking for ads in a new funnel for a new offer that they've never done before would be the reach, which is the cold audience, because that's the hardest. So if you think about it, I signed a contract with a new client today. If you think about that love relationship of how long it takes from acquaintance to friend to significant other, I would need to have at least one or two, maybe three months to convert these cold audiences into paying customers, potentially, you know, this is being super conservative. Obviously it could be a lot faster too, but potentially if you were to really think of in that love relationship. And so why would I start there when I can just start with people who are already warm and hot? Connie just gave you amazing advice. And that is don't start at the hardest place, which is I got a new course and I want to go grab a whole bunch of brand new people that have never heard of me. And I want them to open their wallet. And the next thing I want them to do is pay me. 
meet me, pay me for this brand new thing. And I'm sure that's probably what you get the majority of the time as those, those kinds of requests. So reactivate is starting with the hottest folks. These are people that already know, like, and trust you. And so go back and listen to what, how Connie just helped us there. Is there a next step for them? Is there a referral that you can go back and get from them? Then you talked about recapturing. That's folks that are, I kind of call it like you've got them orbiting in your solar system, right? So they, hey, that's planet Earth. I know that one. I recognize that one. So they already know you. Maybe they've even bought something real small. They've you know been on three of your webinars or whatever. And they're the second easiest place to go because you've already put in some of the legwork. And then last, but not that you can't, but you can reach a cold audience. It's usually more expensive. It usually takes longer. And it's usually a little bit riskier because you're not sure. So now let's talk, let's get a little bit even, let's take one more step technical wise and let's talk about those scary ads. Okay. So a lot of us, when we do think funnels, we think, oh, you got to run ads at that. And that's certainly uh, a, a possibility. So if somebody says, hey, I've done some funnels, They've just been organic, right? Through my podcast or through my social media, just my regular posts. Maybe it's email. I've got them on my list or I've offered a lead magnet on my website or something like that. But they want to get their feet wet and try ads. Where, where does somebody start? Where do you recommend somebody starts that's got little to no experience with ads for the sake of the funnel. One thing I will say is ads amplifies what you already, what's already there. So if you emailed this out to a list of a thousand people and no one bought, I would rethink the offer before running ads, thinking it was going to have a different reason. Learn for free. Connie just told you. <laughs> She's very nicely saying, dude, that's not a good offer. <laughs> so that's one thing, because people come to me from a Facebook ads perspective, thinking I'm a miracle worker. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, uh, Facebook ads amplifies what what's already there. Mm. So setting that aside, your offer does work. You are getting conversions. And I would want at least to see from a warmer audience, at least somewhere around the five, maybe even higher than five would be a good sign of, okay, this, this would work great with ads. What I would do then is I've been really pushing for this strategy. And I I just did a video on this last week. It's almost like a Facebook funnel. So the way it works is in the past, we used to run an ad that says click here to buy. So again, going back to that thinking of really pushing them to go forwards really fast from cold to hot. Hmm. But this step um, that I've put in is it's called the awareness campaign. And I, I run video view ads. I run video content. So it's you teaching on things. It's all value focused. It's not you selling something, but it's you teaching something. You run it as a video view ad. It's so much cheaper. Like you can run, you can go, if you've got time, if you're in no rush, you can run this 
a day all year long. We can all afford one or two dollars a day running some video view ads like that's not going to hurt. I mean, we can if we can all afford a a cup of Starbucks every day, I think we can afford to do this. And what that does is that Facebook starts to gather the data of people consuming your video. If they're going to stop to watch percentage of your videos and we can actually break it down by, did they watch 25%? Did they watch 50%? Did they watch 75%? So then I might do, if I wanted a really hot audience, I would say only people who watch 75% or more now show them this offer. How likely do you feel like people would actually buy Mm -hmm. that offer now? Yeah. Versus anyone who watched 25% to 75%. Okay. What I would then do is show them another content video. Hey, here's part two of what I just showed you. And then wow them again and and get them to watch more. So you're almost giving away your content for free. And I know some people might be thinking, well, that's my content. Like that's my free content. Trust me. Like this, like what I'm telling you right now could easily be a paid content, Mm -hmm. but I am telling you everything now, but a lot of people are not going to be able to just go out and do it. Because, you know, there's just so much more in that process of hearing about the idea than understanding step by step how to do it. There's so much you need to do um, in addition that don't feel like you can't give away your content. The more you give away, the more people think, wow, if she's going to give away that much content for free, I can't imagine what her paid content includes wow them in that way. Don't have the scarcity mentality. Like someone's going to steal this. And that that's really where people get very protective in in what they give. And then the content just doesn't really um, work well. Like this concept doesn't work well. So lots of video views. So you can always just start with the one campaign, have like two or three videos. I recommend trying two or three videos talking about different topics. So here's another key. Some of you might have built out your funnel, your opt-in to your sales page, you know, because you've gone through this process a little bit longer. Maybe you have all these things built just to find out your offer and this product nobody really cares about. Well, what if you had three videos going, one talking about uh, mindset, one talking about money management, one talking about organization and time management, and the video tells you how what topic seems to resonate with people. So you might have gone down this rabbit hole doing a whole vi- like course on how to manage your money, but it turns out everyone seems to be more interested in how to manage your time. Because mm. time is so precious. And so now we get to see that on the front end before having built anything, because we're not promising to sell them anything because we're just giving value. So now you get to kind of get that data then you can slowly start to build things out that match that data. But along the way, you can continue to do more videos, more videos. And so you're kind of creating a Facebook funnel. Genius. On those videos, are you, is there any call to action other than watch it? Like, do you include a free giveaway where you get an email address or no? The option is there. The video view ads allow you to put in a URL. I have done it 50, 50 on some Mm -hmm where the intention is pure content, no, no URL with others. It's, pu- it's pure content, but then we've got a summit coming up and we really want people to join. I put in the URL cause just in case someone's like, wow, this was really good. I'd love to learn more. It, it really depends on what that content is and what that client's goal is. I would adjust accordingly, but the option is there. 
Okay. So this sounds like a wonderful place to start if you've not done a bunch of ads or even any ads. Like this is a great place to start. And, and Connie's I looking at mention- me <laughs> because I've never run an ad ever. Oh yeah. We should, you should do that. I should, should be the Guinea that. pig and I'll report back in. I did what <laughs> Connie told me to do. Here's what happened. So you can help hold me uh, accountable, but yeah, I've literally, I've never run a single ad ever. All right. We're going to get your ad set up, Robbie. Okay. <laughs> your awareness campaign ad. Okay. So here's the best part. Let's just say you don't have a product and you need more time, you have a full-time job and you'll have it done maybe in six to nine months from now. You should be running this now because for the, for the entire year, as you're running these awareness ads, you know what's happening? An audience is building up inside your mm. Facebook under your pixel. So mm. right now, Facebook, your Facebook pixel has no idea who your ideal clients are. And as you run the videos, it starts to, okay, okay. These are the people who seem to like watching Robbie talk. Great. Okay. I'm getting more aware of who that audience looks like. And then by time you're ready to launch your product, maybe a year from now, now you can market that product to this already built up audience. Beautiful. And <laughs> and retire. You can retire <laughs> and invite Connie over to the private beach that you bought uh, because she gave you <laughs> magic, magic pixie dust there. So those videos, they're on Facebook. Great place to start for as little as one to two dollars a day. Yes, Connie, I will volunteer to to try try it out and report back because if it could work for me, then Connie's right. It can work for anybody. Last question I want to ask around this has been so super helpful. Is there a, you've mentioned some of these, but are are there any other, like these make you just bang your head against the wall mistakes that those of us out here that are contacting you or want to help with our funnels that you see us making over and over again, where you're just like, guys, don't make the same mistake over any common mistakes Coaches, consultants, speaker, when they think, ooh, Connie's on the line, I'm going to ask her about my funnel, that you hear again and again that you would say, if I could just tell everybody now, any any of those that come to mind? I would say the only thing I have found myself repeating a lot is to have Facebook ads and funnels with the right expectation that your one funnel way to a million dollars does not <laughs> happen. It's not the next funnel. It could be a hundred funnels in. Like it, it's it's really, especially for a new offer, you haven't dialed in your audience and things like that. It's that expectation has always been a struggle where it's either you're really excited and that's great and I don't want to burst your bubble, but I have to create that sense of real uh, realistic um, expectation of what we can do. And so what I would encourage is, as much as you can test it organically. If people, if you don't post and people are not jumping at the chance of joining. So if you think about it this way, you've got a Facebook page and you've got, let's just say a thousand friends and you post it and given they're not all your ideal audience, but if you don't at least have a certain percentage of people joining because of, because you posted it with your warm audience, it may not be the right 
offer. And so I would highly recommend testing through that awareness campaign. You can, it doesn't have to be a professionally done video. Just, it could be an iPhone video, very simple. Just test the concepts of what you want to sell in, in advance before building out things on the back end. I've seen so many people just create, create, create. And then they're so far in, even when the ads are not working, like they just mm-hmm. don't have the heart to just stop because they're just like, no, 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 we got to keep optimizing to make this work. And and that's true. You can keep optimizing, but are you, is your runway going to last you to like really go through all the trials and errors that you would need to, to make that work versus pivoting and actually matching your audience with the right offer? Okay. If we're doing that, that's uh, brilliant advice again to say, don't get so far down the track. I was trying to look it up. There's a official term for that where I've, I feel too far in, I'm too invested. And so I'm unwilling to cut it loose. That's true. Like in our careers and business and in marketing, like I've been excited about this. I've launched it. I hired someone to build my site, got a very expensive account on some learning platform where, where I put my course. And at the end I come to Connie and then I'm like, how come this didn't, this didn't work. So if we're, if we're, trying Connie's advice and we're using some of those awareness videos on Facebook. How long do we need to let those run out there before we go, okay, this isn't getting the kind of traction. Is that leave them up for a day, leave them up for a year? How long before we get enough data to go, Hey, that's good. Or that's bad. Oh, whether the content is being received Mm -hmm. or not. Oh, actually that you can find out fairly quickly, probably at least two weeks. Okay. Um, And if you want to speed up the process, to be honest, you can run it for five, $6 a day. So the more you spend, the more people it reaches. So then you can get the, the information more quickly. And also keep in mind the one element I didn't include is that you can do multiple audiences. So in one campaign, I wouldn't, recommend doing more than three audience at any one campaign, at least at that dollar price. So then you might have two or three. And so you can do all the influencers that you could possibly think of. And you might have three or four campaigns versus the one. And then you can find out uh, very quickly which audience, which, you know, is it Tony Robbins's audience? Was it Marie Folio's audience? Like whose audience seems to resonate most with what you're having to talk about? Perfect. Okay. So Connie, you've given us some absolute gems. We've learned what a funnel is. If we didn't know, we've given some examples of how to kick that funnel off. We went a little more in depth to say, well, if I've already got some things out there or experience, let's see if I can remember. I'm not looking at my notes to see if I can remember the, the, the three R's we had reach And that's really when you're trying to get out there to call subscribers. And that's where most of us start, but it's actually the last step, not the first step. There was re something. And the third one was reactor, recapture, and then reactivate. So recapture is they've already flown by They've They've already been in my sphere a little bit They're They've downloaded, they've watched, they've done something. And so they, they've, they've begun a relationship with me and I can, I can go there and it's much easier to sell them than reaching a cold audience. And then the third one was the most lucrative and easiest is to actually just reactivate your existing audience and customers. So we got great advice there. And then even for someone like me, like 
another thing to do before you get miles down the road, developing something is to do one of those awareness campaigns through video on Facebook. I I do want to ask one more question. All of the scary talk we hear about, Hey, Apple's coming out with a new iOS and it's going to change where, where, where does that stand? And do we know anything more? Is there anything else us personal brands and marketers need to know about that coming down the pipeline? And, And in case you don't know what we're talking about, Apple is going to introduce some updates to their iOS software on their phone and iPad, which may adjust some of those ads and what they're able to do. So give us the real quick scoop on what you know about that. Yes. So here's what I say when when people ask this question. First of all, the limitations is happening to everyone. So it's not just exclusively to you or to me. Tony Robbins is going to experience it. Coca-Cola will experience it. Starbucks will. It doesn't matter how big or small, it, it applies to everyone. So we're all on the same playing field. Two, yes, it's going to be limiting who it can show. Basically, anyone who chooses not to have tracking, they will no longer be tracked. However, the reason why I've been pushing the video view awareness campaign is that fine. We can't track them, but we will do our best to get this video at a very, very low. We get cents or less than a cent per view, potentially, and get get the videos shown to as many people as possible. And yes, it might exclude a lot of the iOS people, but they might be on their laptop and, you know, desktops and things like that. And they might eventually see it or a friend might share something because they felt like the content was good. And so we're now going a different angle of, okay. The limitations there, we're going to live with it. Doesn't mean it. the game's over. We all just adapt and adjust. And this video view campaign is really one of the solutions I've come up with to be able to continue to have a more solid audience for each of my clients to, to allow us to season our pixel in a way where any of these updates that happens, it doesn't affect it quite as much as it will. It did in the past. Okay, that's very, very, very helpful. And and a great reminder that look, this is everybody. It's not a personal attack <laughs> on you or your your business. Everybody's playing by the same rules. And again, it's why you will hear all of us say, make sure you're keep that email list going because you own that and you're in charge of changing the rules there, not somebody exactly. else. So Connie, where can folks already got a ton of helpful information from you on this episode? Where can they follow you, get more, learn more? Where, where, where should we send folks? I would recommend my YouTube channel. I actually did a video on this awareness campaign and step-by-step on how to do it. So you can find that on my YouTube channel um, if you're interested. And it's Connie J. Pack is the, the YouTube name. and Yeah. And a lot of the videos have some free things that tools and that might be able to help you. So take a look and and see if you, if you can benefit from some of those things. So we'll throw that for sure in the show notes. You don't have to remember that just on your phone, click the show notes and we'll put a link to Connie's YouTube channel. I'll probably go track down that one on the Facebook awareness and even directly link to that one. So you can start there if that's where you want to start. Now, I know you have something else you've been working on with the brand you 
funnels. Do you want to share a little bit about that? What I, I know we're in the early stages, but let's go ahead and let folks know what's coming down the pipeline there because this might be ideal for this audience. So tell us about that. Thank you, Robbie, for giving me that opportunity. Yes, one thing I'm super excited about is that I feel like I've got to hear a lot of the pains and frustrations that people have had with tech when it comes to building out their funnels. And so I've partnered up with Mike Kim and we've come out with brand new funnels. And brand new funnels, what makes it super unique is that we have templates in there that are Mike Kim's templates and it has a little bit of his guidance of like how he would do the copy on certain types of funnel pages and even websites. It does have the ability to create websites in there. And it's just an all-in-one system, which I know those are not usually, they don't get the best uh, reputation, but of all the ones I've seen, this has definitely been a very good starting point for a lot of people and less bugs and less glitches. And what's great is that it's been a great system that people can grow with. So it's, it is, it's got some technical aspects to it, but then what I love about it is that it's perfect for people who are starting out. There's a lot of templates in there. And then when you're scaling up, you don't need to switch platforms, which I think we can all agree that's a big pain to do to move websites and move things around all the time. If you'd like to learn more information, just go to brandnewfunnels.com. Okay. We'll throw that in the show notes as well. So you can get all the Connie you can, you can take, right? And who doesn't want more Connie? So Connie, thank you so much for joining me on the Brand Dad podcast from the closet again. You're one of the several guests now that have seen the real behind the scenes that yes, I record this from my closet because it sounds better for you. So I'm willing to look like a fool in front of Connie so that you, the listener, gets the uh, best experience. But thank you so much, Connie, for jumping on the show and for giving us some great, great uh, insights and ideas on how to use funnels to grow our personal brands. Thank you for having me, Robbie. Well, what a great interview with Connie. She gave us so much amazing value and information over those last two episodes. Again, make sure you check the show notes. I'll put links to her YouTube channel and her website. And then, of course, you can go check out Brand You Funnels. That's another great resource Connie has. I encourage you to go check that out. She will take great care of you. I also wanted to circle back and give you an update. This past weekend, my good friend Jeff Coleman and I hosted our Personal Brand Accelerator Workshop. It's going to be the first in a series of workshops, and the feedback was really amazing. One of the folks in the call said, quote, Now I'm able to think about my journey and how much my journey relates to my client's journey. Another one of the participants said, I have a lot more clarity and structure. And another one of our workshop participants said it was eye opening to see how often we get the order wrong of building a personal brand. So if you're listening to this podcast, you're working on a personal brand. It is hard work and trying to figure it all out yourself makes that work even harder and less of a chance that you'll actually hit the mark. So I'd love to have you join Jeff and I. We're doing the same workshop again in July. And so if you're frustrated about how to differentiate yourself and get your message out there, 
or if you're not clear on the people that you're serving and the problem that you solve for them, or you're just struggling to make the impact or the revenue, you know that you and your brand and your business deserves, then I invite you again to join us on this next workshop. And those testimonials could be true of you. Go to RobbieF.com forward slash workshop. I will put that in the show notes. You can just click that link. Love to have you join Jeff and I. We're going to do the workshop. And with some feedback from the participants of this last one, we're also going to add another follow-up call where we really focus on integration and accountability, taking what you learned in the workshop and making sure you've got, you've, you really understand it and you are putting that to use for your business. So go check that out. Don't miss that next one. We're going to, again, limit the number of folks so that we can, Jeff and I can give you our full attention. So make sure you go check that out. Last thing, lots of momentum starting to build around my good friend, Mike Kim. His book, You Are the Brand, is coming out. There are a group of us, a small group of us that are working with him. We're certified guides. I'm one of those. Jeff, my friend I just mentioned, he's one of those. A few of the podcast guests coming up on this show, we're all in that together, working together and working with Mike. So make sure you check the show notes. I'll put a link to that book. You want to go pre-order that. I've recorded a bonus episode for if you buy the book early, you'll get that. And we've got some coaching calls and things that are coming up if you pre-order that book today. So if you're a personal brand, go get the You Are The Brand book. Pre-order it so you don't miss out on all those bonuses. And then you and I will get to hang out together. So go check that out. In the meantime, until the next episode, go and build a life-giving brand.